Hey, what's up? This is Rasan Patterson, and you're listening to Angie D. Hey, what's up? This is Rasan Patterson, and you're listening to Angie D. Saudade de verão 
que tenho sonhos de verão Quero dançar toda noite Quero dançar pra me sentir livre Livre no tempo da lua, das estrelas Vou te fazer dançar Até o sol nos
and it's Thursday night in London town and you are locked into Angie D's Deep Got Soul show. And this is UK Flavours, Alicia Laverne, 2011. And she's saying she can't hide.
Yes, 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 that was Alicia Laverne, Can't Hide. And Alicia Laverne is actually featured in Diva Scribe magazine this month. It's come out today, today, today. So you need to rush down to your WH Smith's Coscutter, Londis, Nisa, local corner shop and make a purchase. It's for all you divas and devos out there. You know, the guys can read it. It's not just a girly mag. I'm sure there's things in there that men can um, learn. So it's for everybody. So rush out, get your copy of Diva Scribe. You'll read my interview with Alicia Laverne. You'll also be able to see my interview with Khadija Kamara. A nice, uh, another... um, UK singer up and coming and also Eric Robeson the American singer and Jimmy Akimbola the 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 um, actor from Holby City and also you got some Black History Month quotes in there from me and if you didn't know little bit of agony art advice as well so do check out diva, diva scribe magazine all right we started off the show today with dj felix and it's called at o sol nos desperata featuring miss pepita so a nice bit of nice bit of latin house for you and then we had Hirsch, I Remember. And today's show is going to be another Black History Month special. Got a feature for you. It's a new one I've thrown in. You'll get it from time to time. It's called Fab Five. And what Fab Five is, is five tracks from one uh, celebrity. Today's celebrity is um, photographer Pogus Caesar. He's a renowned photographer based in Birmingham and I had the pleasure of speaking with him yesterday. So we got that thrown in and also we're going to have a three from one as usual and this week's three from one is going to be Cherie Brown and we've got a brand new track from her. UK exclusive for you. But before that, have some of this. Jill Scott until I imagine I'm your kitty cat love what we do I adore the taste of every part of you you're so strong and so pure can be digmatized and I want some more Talk strong, daddy, control your girl Oh yeah, you got it, you're so thorough You leave me in a frenzied state And I can't wait till then I imagine I myself on my knees oh. Waiting for you to come over When and I need see. to feel sexy I imagine myself yeah. on my knees Waiting for you to come over When I need to
babe, and I'm hungry now, and it's you I crave. I drink your mind, sugar, consume your soul, cause you give permission for me to let go. Jill's just waiting on her knees, waiting for someone to come and see her. Whew. What's she doing on her knees? Get up, girl, get up. Right. right, if you want to connect with me tonight, you can do. Just give me a call or give me a text. You can get a dedication if you want to, or you can ask for a request and I can play it for you next week. It's not a problem. If you just call 07-854-883-571, that's 07-854-883-571. You can also talk to me on Facebook or Twitter. On Twitter, I'm at Diva Got Soul, and on Facebook, I am Angela Douglas, okay? Right, we're going to go into the beginning of the Fab Five. I'm going to interweave it throughout the two hours. So um, I'm going to start off now. And as I said, it's Pogus Caesar, a photographer from Birmingham. This is Angie D, and I'm with renowned music photographer whose career has spanned the last 30 years. Uh, his name is Pogus Caesar. Hi. <laughs> and um, 
He is currently running an exhibition of his work to celebrate Black History Month. The exhibition is called Music Kind of Sweet and it showcases 38 rare photos of legendary black musicians working in the UK. Uh, the musicians are actually from all over the world, yeah? And um, Pogus is here to talk with us today about his Fab Five, which is his five tunes that reflect the images from his portfolio and the stories behind them. And it's been very difficult to try and find uh, those five tracks because, I mean, as well as the you know, 30 odd images which are here, there are about uh, a good few hundred images actually in. In the, um, in the gallery collection. So when you ask me to choose five, Angela, um, you put a lot of pressure on me, but I'd, I'd like to think that the five that I've, that's okay, the five that I've chosen actually do reflect um, you know, the musicians who are on the wall. Um, we're here at the O2, at the British Music Experience, and it's actually fantastic to be part of Black History Month, but also to showcase um, a lot of legendary black artists who are photographed over the years, and I think for me the starting point was all of those artists, um, you know, I have some kind of connection with them, whether through um, listening to um, people, you know, when I was a, a young lad, and, you know, buying their records, um, and then having the opportunity years later to actually work with, with them, to photograph them, yeah. and, you know, spend time in their company. So, you know, the likes of, you know, uh, Jimmy Cliff, you know, a legend, of course, um, you know, the late uh, Dennis Brown, and the late Lyndon David Hall as well, you know, as well as, you know, um, you know more newer individuals, but we can talk about those as time goes on. So we're going to start off with the first track, which is Lyndon David Hall's Do I Qualify? Well, Lyndon David Hall, I was working with him in Birmingham at the time. I was a, a series editor on a TV program called Drumbeat. So one of, the <coughs> excuse me, one of the artists that I definitely needed to get to Birmingham was Lyndon David Hall. For me, he really personifies the qualities of somebody like uh, D'Angelo. I think he's really got, you know, he's got that. And also he's got the kind of vocal dexterity of people like um, you know, Stevie Wonder, mixed in with a little bit of Marvin Gaye. Now, some people might, out there might go, no, I don't see. But for me, when you put on his music, it just really warms you up and it does capture so much of his spirit. And the track that I've chosen is called uh, Do I Qualify by Lyndon David Hall. Can you tell me more about what was happening for you at that time? Well, what was happening for me at that time of listening to you know, the tracks like that, um, I'm a great lover of British soul, and it's such a shame that we don't see that reflected in the charts so much. So at the time, there was a lot of great soul, and people like Lyndon David Hall, I'd like to think, was the one who would maybe take British soul onto a different um, level. Um, unfortunately, he passed away. Um, you know, not long after I took the photograph of him, which was in 1999, mm. and yeah, he passed away in 2006. He had Hodgkin's lymphoma, didn't he? He was only 31 years old, and um, he was definitely a talent that should have been around for a lot longer. He was a talent that truly shone through, mm. um, and when I worked with him, he was a very quiet gentleman, mm. very very quiet. Um, you know, whether or not he was going to a uh, be prepared for the performance later on in the evening, but you know he was sitting on just on a little bench in a parka, you know no flashy suits, 
nothing like that. And he was just sitting there uh, meditating, and I came up to him and said, um, you know, can I take your photograph? And he just said, yeah, man. Just literally like that, mm. and uh, you know, took his photograph, and that effectively was the last time that I saw him until I heard, um, you know, years later that he had passed away. Mm. So you know, it's a talent that truly shouldn't have been taken away so quickly, mm. and to be able to put his image on show at, you know, in the exhibition, mm. um, for me, it's one of the legacies that I think that hopefully he would have liked. But also, it's good that he can sit alongside um, other black music legends like Stevie Wonder, you know, and, and, and the images can feel comfortable within themselves. Okay.
So, something about you, and preceding that was Lyndon David Hall, Do I Qualify? So, I will just mention that Eric Robeson, who I said is also in Diva Scribe magazine this month, is appearing at Indigo O2 tonight. Are you on your way there? Yes, no, maybe? Hey, what's up? This is Eric Roberson, and you are checking me out on Urban Jazz Radio with my homegirl, Angie D. You know, Diva's Got Soul Show. Hmm. Isn't it, Eric? Are you on your way to see him right now? Yes, no, maybe. If not, read my interview with him in Diva Scribe magazine. I did play it on the show few weeks ago and it was I think it actually might still be on the podcast right now if you want to log in to nubiansmile.podomatic.com or yeah I think that's the I think that's the link yeah nubiansmile.podomatic.com and you'll be able to hear my interview with him right so I'm going to go back to Pogus's Fab Five, but before I do, I'll just mention that Pogus has been around for quite a while. You might know him from TV. He worked as a journalist on Black on Black for Channel 4 back in the 80s. He's also been a TV editor, director, presenter, producer. You name it, he's done it. He's worn the T-shirt. So um, he has um, been in contact with many, many artists over the years. He had the great pleasure of meeting Stevie Wonder. And this is what he's going to talk about next. The next track you've chosen is Stevie Wonder, You Got It Bad Girl. This is a 1972 Motown hit taken from the Talking Book LP. It's quite a, a rare song is it <laughs> you got it bad girl I suppose it's a rare song but for those who know know it but it, again it's just the opening bars of it at the time you know um, I think he had gone into using kind of Moog synthesizers so the way that it kind of opens and then it starts to kind of dazzle and spring and his voice um, cuts in and he just sings the song just so effortlessly and so perfectly that it's another one of these tunes. Maybe I'm a romantic at heart. I don't know. But it's just one of these tracks that just kind of really catch you. And 
I'll only put this track on maybe every couple of months, um, you know, because I still use um, turntables um, and records, etc. So when I you know, same here. Absolutely. So when you when you take take it out of the the record and you clean it and then you you put it on, and then you put the needle and you hear that kind of you know that sound that crackling pop, and the tunes just kind of kick in. But you know back in 19 you know those early days I was um, you know um, a single man you know living on my own in Aston in in Birmingham, and really didn't know what I wanted to do in terms of the arts. So the first thing that I, I became to try and be arty was uh, I became a chef at the Holiday Inn. That's just one way of painting with food or, or taking photographs with chickens. It was just one way of, um, you know, experimenting. And, you know, that one little room that I had, uh, you know, so, you know, friends would come round and we'd, you know, we'd all have our, you know, what have you bought today? Somebody say, you know, they've bought this track or they've bought that track. Um, you know, and again, it was the very early days where, you know, we'd known about the Four Tops and the Temptations and Junior Walker and the All Stars and, you know, Marvin Gaye. And Stevie Wonder was the one that, you know, we always kind of loved because you never knew what you were going to get on his his tracks. And I'd always play play those tracks and I'd always play those tracks. And You Got It Bad Girl as well as Tuesday Heartbreak. Can't say I know that one, but I will. Look yes, it up. <laughs> you know, these are the tracks that really kind of meant something. So in 1989, again, I was working for um, Central TV as a director, and he was in Birmingham cutting a, a single and also a video, and I was asked to direct the video. So I spent three days with Stevie Wonder, three evenings with him. That's amazing that you actually got to work with him rather than just saw him and took a photograph. This was in a stu people say, how did you get so close to him? So we were in a little studio underneath uh, the central building. And he would come in round about half eleven or twelve o'clock at night. I suppose because you're blind, maybe you have no concept of night or day. You know, there's that possibility. And I was quite shy being around him because, you know, you've got to understand that you only know these people from the t TV records or album sleeves. So when somebody like that comes into your presence, um, you know, I, was, I suppose I, be, I was like a, a big fan. So to pretend as though you know I was you know Mr. Big Shot, it wasn't so. Um, but again, a really really warm, funny man. Um, you know, lots of spirit. And what I noticed uh, was he had these kind of long fingers. So when he played the keyboards and the music that he got out of the keyboards was absolutely fascinating because he would just jam. He would just jam and he would just and he would just start playing and you'd just be watching and you'd be going wow yeah because you're thinking but he's blind he can't see the keys he, he's done so much with his life he's had so many records he's superstar, superstar. and I'm and, you know, meeting him and, <laughs> you know, people say what did you do yesterday and you know for a good while I didn't tell anybody because why not I'd be screaming that from the rafters it can be difficult because you've got to understand the background that I come from. You don't meet superstars like that. Um, you may, you know, meet them in fleeting, but you don't spend three nights with them. Um, albeit, you know, from twelve until maybe three or four, in, five o'clock in the morning. So you kind of held it back. And it was only in the last couple of years where you start to show these photographs um, that people start to again see you in a different light. You know, they'll say, now, how do you get so close? How do you get them to do this? And I say, well, 
I asked them to look at the camera. Well, you know, weren't there any bodyguards? You know, and it wasn't so bad back in 1989. Now, where you've got you know bodyguards around you know, everybody, and that kind of whole paparazzi which are hounding people down. So very quietly, um, people were more accessible back then, weren't they? Yes. You know, so very very quietly, I would just you know meet the you know different people, work with them as well through TV, also and through people that I knew who worked in the entertainment business. They'd say, such and such is coming into town. So um, we'd like to take photographs. So that's effectively how it, how it kind of came about. That's a fascinating story. Thank you. Well, so you, you Got It Bad Girl is the, the track which I've chosen, and I'd like to think that it sums up what Stevie Wonder is um, for me in terms of singing pure love, passionate, painful music, but uplifting at the same time.
my six degrees of separation from Stevie Wonder. So how do you work that out, Angela? Because I've met you and you've met him, so it's not even six, it's two degrees. Two degrees of separation. <laughs> but it's actually not yeah. two degrees of separation, it's actually two degrees of connection. Yeah. Because we've connected now, so those degrees have kind of nullified themselves. <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's, it is, it's been a you know, fascinating and interesting road to meet and, and spend, especially with black music and its obvious manifestations, you know, um, you know, will it be coming from Africa, then, you know, through to the Caribbean, through to America, and the way that it's kind of gelled and the way that black music changes, you know, it changes so much and, and so fast, but I always go back to the roots of, you know, I always go back and listen to all the, you know, the old jazz, um, you know, like when I was growing up, I mean, my mum would always have like Ella Fitzgerald, you know, Nat King Cole, as well as people like Jim Reeves, as well, and, you know, and Peggy Lee, um, so, you know, but we always had music in the house, and an old uh, stereogram, it was an old blue spot. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the staple diet of most West Indians is music, isn't it? Absolutely. Music was the thing that kind of binds us together. And even now, if I'm feeling down um, or upset or even getting ready um, to come to London, um, you know, I actually put on an old um, woman called Betty Wright. Oh, yeah. Yes, I actually put on an old Betty Wright, so I was, you know, putting on my clothes, ironing my trousers. Um, yes, you know, and it, the music's just on. Um, and I'm just listening to it, listening to it, and listening to it, and just kind of getting myself... Um, you know, nicely um, vibed up, but also relaxed at the same time. So yeah, that was Pogus discussing Stevie Wonder and just music in general. I've got something special for him. It's going to be the next track, but before I play that, have you heard that David Hay has retired today? Did you hear that? He's going to retire from boxing. He's turned 31. So he's saying he's doing that thing that Beyonce did, saying that I want to do by the time I'm 30, 31 is have a baby. He's not having a baby. He's retiring from boxing. And this comes after 
his very, very lame performance in the summer. He fought the Russian Vladimir Kuchko. He was atrocious, wasn't he? Gosh, you just wanted to just rush into the TV and just grab him and shake him up and just pull his arms and just punch. Punch. Terrible performance. He's decided he's uh, always had this this, uh, desire to act. So he's going to set his sights from 2012 on having an acting career. May even appear in Hollywood one day. That will be interesting, won't it? I hope that goes very well for you, David. Good luck. He's going to be Mr. Big Stuff. Oh, yeah. And this is for Pogus.
And this is the three from Cherie.
Brown, it is a pleasure to be getting it together with Urban Jazz Radio, isn't it? And the Angie D, Dave Got Soul Show. Gonna dedicate those three tracks to Sabrina in France, Rachel in Hackney, and Phoebe in Germany. So that was three from Cherie Brown. First, you had everything that you do. It's a pleasure, and then those were old Rare Groove tracks. You must know them. If you don't, where have you been? Shame on you. Anyway, the last one I played was You Can Shine, and that is a brand new 
UK exclusive of that track. It's Cherie Brown with Patrice Russian and Family. So, hope you like that. I will be playing it again at some point throughout the next few weeks. Okay? I'm going to play another track. This one's Jean Khan, Completeness. And then we'll go back to Pogus's favourite five. Or it's Fab Five, should I say. Nice bit of jazz. For a Thursday evening. Every breath of you is my life Fill me with your own lover's magic Make me know that I am alive I need you, my love Complete me, my
Right, so your next track that Pogus has chosen is Misha Paris, One Temptation. This was released in 1988. So what were you up to in 1988? In, in 1988, and the reason that I met Misha Paris was that she'd released My One Temptation, and we got her up to Birmingham to come to Central Studios. And there was this Misha and two of her backing singers, and they sent the backing track. And when you listen to that, it's, again, it's just such a motif of music that you have to kind of tap your feet to it. Again, another fantastic British soul singer who, at the time, just really tore up the charts. And, you know, a very, very strong woman, very, very strong individual, um, great visuals, very. Um, very striking. very striking, yeah. Very striking indeed. So, you know, we had them in the, you know, the studios and recorded the track at the time. You'd have to record it three, four, five, six or seven different times um, because we were working on film, not digital. You know, so that's how we had to kind of work. And, you know, it was the time of me, I say, you know, working in television and having the opportunity to um, be involved with a lot, of, a lot of music. So around that time, you know, people like Stevie Wonder... I met you know people like Misha Paris. Uh, there were people like uh, you know Dennis Brown. Was was the actual program you were working on a music program? The program was called Here and Now, and it was a multicultural program. Now multicultural, some people go you actually can't use that term anymore. But at the time, independent um, TV companies had their kind of multicultural slots. Um, so here and now was a Sunday afternoon at 2.30. So as well as um, you know, doing more of the worthy items, my charge was to bring in a lot of the music. I mean, so much so that the very first interview I did was with Burning Spear. The very, very first TV interview I did because I knew that I had to do something um, that meant extra special. So... You know, the burning spear, it kind of had to be um, to do that. But, you know, with going back to the British music and, you know, the way that we were, you know, we were kind of, I suppose, kind of young rebels. Um, you know, you just had the hands with riots in 1985. So we were, we were very, very fired up. And there was a lot of music. But if you listen to the words of a lot of the songs, and especially the black music, it's only years later that you, you go, ah, there's the kind of hidden meaning because yeah, a lot of a lot of it was about social issues, wasn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. you know, is it social, you know, injustices? And you know, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five years later, you put the same track on, yeah. and you go, "That's what, that's what they were, that's what they were kind of saying." Mm. Um, how stupid! But when you're bombarded with so much music and you're taking so much music in, you actually don't have the opportunity to um, decipher it. Yeah. And for me, that's what's great about black music, is that every time you go back to it, you find something new, you find something fresh, and it's that kind of freshness which reinvents itself. It then becomes something else, but it never loses that kind of core of spirituality. You know. Plus, plus um, with the social meanings, they are always relevant, seem to be relevant to now as well doesn't matter what song it is there's always something that you can draw from it that you can relate to 2011 
of course, there, there's always something in, in black music that you can, well, there's always something in an awful lot of music that means because our existence in England, um, it's changed a lot, but it hasn't, not really in a lot of ways. You know, we're still, you know, we're still a minority and, you know, certain sections can see us in particular ways. And it's really up to these modern-day griots who then document through music the way that we were, the way that we lived, um, the places that we lived, um, the politics at the time, you know, the social injustices at the, at the time, um, you know, migration, um, travel, um, you know, the way that we kind of intermingled and mixed, you know, whether it be, you know, the music of kind of, you know, Michael Smith or Linton Kwesi Johnson or Okwanoro, um, you know, even people now like Akala, um, you know, and, you know, those people who are really into kind of, you know, looking at the social aspect of life um, from that black perspective um, and putting it in such a way that it doesn't destroy it, you know, it actually enhances. And I'd like to sometimes put the fear in people. Um, and that fear really comes from lack of understanding of music that is kind of born out of um, you know, that black existence. It, you know, that's what it's, you know, it's born out of, of Africa, and you know, it's born about traveling across you know, those oceans and being deposited in you know, various lands and forced to take on different identities, different names, different languages, and ad adapt a particular kind of culture. You know, and that, for me, um, the music gels all of that in.
and yeah that was Misha Paris my one temptation and that was going out to Hillary who is in London somewhere so if you want to connect with me tonight you can do by giving me a text or a call on 07854 883571 that's 07854 883571 and uh, I will dedicate a song to you so has anybody been following the Michael Jackson trial it's been going for the last two weeks and I did catch it the first week I was like riveted to my TV especially on the first two or three nights but then I, I kind of slacked off since then but one thing is coming to an end now but one thing that does stand out for me from the whole trial is the fact that Comrade wanted to go back into the house he asked Michael Jackson's assistant if he could let him back in because there was some cream that he didn't think Michael would want the world to know about and they kept going on about this cream there's a cream nobody said what cream it was what cream do you think it was my guess is it was his skin lightening cream his bleaching cream but uh, like I said nobody's actually said what it was could it have been Ambi could it have been skin bright you know the thing, the thing that uh, Vibes Cartel seem to be using these days, and he's loving it, isn't he? He's actually brought out his own range of bleaching creams, cause he thinks he looks kind of nice these days. You know what, Vibes? Ooh, you're looking a bit scary, man. Someone should really let you know. Oh, I think they have actually, but you think you look alright. Take a serious look into the mirror, my darling. You don't look good. And please, if you're bleaching out there, stop. Wondering if a face that wears a smile. Easy, babe. You don't have 
Like the Democrats And I'm looking at the pedicure Betting you're ready for A brother who knows how to tend to that In fact, my pleasure to do The taboo for the purpose of pleasuring you But please, let me kiss your tats I ain't tripping off the even exchange It's whatever you want No quid pro quo or this for that And since you still letting me invade your personal space You must really be considering that I could talk until you fill the gaps Just crack a smile if you fill it now 
Boulevard, like we on Lover's Lane. This love is like my lowest lane. Cause this is paradise love. Shit that you speak of, it could just be us. Paradise love, the shit that you think in, could just sing with. Cause this is paradise love. Back up no postcards, we can just go far. Paradise love, see, I could imagine vibes that we have. Nothing but true. Paradise love. Another night out, I don't really wanna fight now. You do your thing, me to mine, come home and then we'll find out. Look, I know it's been a while realistically, yeah, we wanna have a child since I saw you in this science out of the college bookstore. <laughs> I had a Kroger bag of old editions, couldn't sell them back for shit, but then I saw you leave the premise. Excuse me, isn't you in my class, no game, but I could make you laugh. You smiled and said it took you long enough, and you sit in the back with the tango hat. And I'm your lowest lane. What? Your speech is cut. Come on, get this your moment. Don't you blow it well. Am I running your mind like you running the mind? And would you like to get a bite to eat sometime? If not, could you lie? If my friends ask, tell them they'll be hitting up the club, say Friday night. You silly mister. Don't put me in college in your pockets then. So what if I make this dinner? Then feel well that we can grab a rental. Oh, well, I'm a wifey. That's when she kept in the check like a Nike symbol. So right in the over rewinds to the time after dinner. When I look in your eyes, I remember this. Urban Jazz Radio. Urban Jazz Radio. You and Urban me. Jazz Radio. Us Urban and we. Jazz Radio. Jazz All you gotta do is tell me where you really wanna be. Hey, I'm no Sean Kingston, but I'll take you there. Close your eyes while my fingers in your hair. Yeah. Look, just imagine the bluest blues you ever seen. The finest greens. The darkest purples right, and the finest green. <laughs> now, I'm talking strictly par threes. Not the trees. Not the G's. Not the cheese. Uh, it's, you know, it's just you and me and the breeze. It's like nothing you ever heard of. You say, get yourself immersed, love. Hey, look, just to end it out. You in paradise, and vice versa. On the boulevard, like we on lovers lane. This love is like my lowest lane, cause this is paradise love. And that was Paradise Love by Illiteracy. Oh gosh, Illiteracy, that's what I said. From the assembly line, Paradise Love. Before that, you had the foreign exchange. Maybe she'll dream of me. But like I said, hopefully, if he looks like Vibes Cartel, she won't dream of him because 
it will actually give her nightmares nightmares because he looks atrocious come on now he looks awful you got to be happy in the black skin that you're in that's what i say if you're not happy go seek some kind of counseling don't bleach it get counseling because you've got mental health issues yeah if you don't like your skin color anyway as it's black history month got some events to feature for you so there's going to be world power fifth annual international black literature festival and book fair happening from it's already started well sorry it starts tomorrow the 14th and it runs to the 21st of october and it will feature dozens of of authors writers readers books under one roof lectures seminars films talks poetry storytelling everything you could ever dream of and more and it's going to be taking place at centerpiece 136 kingsland high street which is in london e8 it's a free event and it runs from 10 till 9 p.m and they're also going to have people appearing such as kwaku robin walker Melanie Melanie Stevenson and many others. So if you want more information on that, contact 0207 9632. That's 0207 9632. There's also going to be something this and it's taking place at Gingalik, which is G-I-N-G-L-I-K, which is at number one Shepherd's Bush in London, again, West London. And that's going to be a collection of things. So you can have a bit of African blues, jazz, reggae, dub, calypso and soca. Singing on the night will be Sky Montique. I've played her music before. She's a wonderful jazz singer, jazz soul, new jazz soul singer. And there's also going to be poetry. So it's going to focus on the history of black recorded music from its earliest form to when Windrush arrived in London. So get down there. They're also going to have... um, African drumming, films and DJs playing good tunes, yeah? So, like I said, that's at Ginglick, which is G-I-N-G-L-I-K, One Shepherd's Bush, Green, W12. That's happening this week, Sunday, the 16th of October. That's something you have to pay to get in. Only a fiver or £7, so check that one out. And then lastly, there's something happening next week. I think it's Tuesday, actually, the 18th of October. It's going to be at Stratford Picture House. And it's the movie, The Help. And it's featured as part of Rapture Film Club's monthly event. And this movie is a very inspiring film, actually. I've seen it on DVD so I was very fortunate didn't even have to leave my home 
best thing, eh? So um, it's about an aspiring author during the civil rights movement of the 1960s de- decade, and uh, she decides to write a book detailing the African American maid's point of view on the white families that they work for and the hardships that they go through on a day-to-day basis. It's actually a brilliant film. If you can catch it, make sure you do. The Rapture Film Club event that is hosting it will also host Quincy the Comedian, so he's going to be doing some stand-up before the film kicks off, and they're going to have a Q&A afterwards as well. So if you can get along to that make sure you do okay we're going to go back now to Pogus Caesar he's talking about his fourth song that he's chosen which is Dennis Brown so the fourth track from your five is Dennis Brown Party Time it's a Studio One 1970s rhythm (laughs) (laughs) and I'm sure I'm sure the, the version that I know is the Sugar Minute version. Sugar, well, Dennis Brown, the, you see, there's a party time on Studio One, but then when he did Wolf and Leopards on DEB, uh, he actually recut it. So if you get the, the, the Wolf and Leopards LP, you'll find that, and that's the one that I'm, I'm talking about. Oh, you want a specific one. I want a specific party time on... Wolf and Leopards, that's the one. But what can you say about Dennis Brown that's not been said? Dennis Brown, the crown prince of reggae, Bob Marley's favourite artist. No matter what you threw at Dennis Brown, he could sing it. From whether it be lovers, political, um, everything. I mean, there's a track that Dennis Brown did, and that, it kind of brings tears to my eyes. And it's called um, Wichita, Wichita Lineman. You know the old Glen Campbell track? He actually does a version of Wichita Lineman. And, um, you know, he, he just covered everything, you know, gr- you know Little Green Apples, um, you know, Wolf and Leopards, you know, Malcolm X, Sitting and Watching. You can just keep going on and on and on about Dennis Brown. And, you know, on stage, um, the ladies love Dennis Brown. His voice is sweet. His voice is so sweet, you know. And it was, again, very difficult for me to choose party time because I thought, well... Should it have been, you know, um, have you ever, um, revolution? You know, then I'm thinking, uh, you know, which one? Um, very, very, very kind of, very difficult to choose. But in terms of kind of trying to rock, rock a dance, party time would be the one. Again, in a political time in, in Birmingham, you know, where I was located at the time. And his music, once you put an LP on, Everything shouldn't have fitted on the one LP, but they actually did. <laughs> you know, so many tracks. There were so many tracks, but they were so diverse that if you were to say to somebody, "Hey, look, um, here's a Dennis Brown," and they'd go, "He's political," but you go, "Here's the next track." They'd be kind of lovers. Here's the next track, um, and of course, he worked with so many different producers over the period of time. And the man toured, you know, prolifically, again, you know, passed away, um, sadly. But I had the opportunity to meet Dennis Brown on a number of occasions and photograph him, one at uh, Sunsplash um, and also in Birmingham. 
uh, when I interviewed him for, for the, the TV um, program. He came in a white suit. And the man, the man came in dazzling, you know, dreadlocks were running, he came dazzling and also, you know, he, he kind of walked kind of sort of, sort of he, he actually walked like, like a ballet dancer in a funny kind, you know how Tupac, you know how Tupac walked, kind of, ten to two, was it? Yes, and he had that kind of walk and um, my secretary, remember she said, um, Pogus, you know, Mr. Brown's upstairs for you. So, of course, again, you know, my hands start sweating. And I know um, listeners... Reggae legends, yeah. You're going to think, what's this guy talking about? But, yeah, but he, like I said, he's your reggae legend. He's reggae one of your legends. icons. Yes. And, you know, the fantastic legacy of music that Dennis Brown has left to the world. Um, I can imagine how many women that you crubbed in dances to Dennis Brown's songs. I... <laughs> Used to die. Oh, oh, you want? Oh, you want to get me in dances now? Oh, rubbing up against walls. Well, party time. But um, no, I mean the thing is, you know, you know, you'd always have need somebody to dance with. And you know, back in the 70s and 80s, um, people used to dance with each other. You know, you'd go up to a woman and say, you know, can I have a dance? And she would go, <laughs> either yes or no. And then of course, but of course, you know, when you you know you try to you know do that like. Ten different hands, of, you know, because when a Dennis Brown tune comes on, you need to have, you know, somebody strong, to strong knees. Yes, you need to have somebody to dance with, and that's why I've chosen "Party Time" by Dennis Emmanuel Brown. Sorry, Pogus, I couldn't get the particular one that you wanted, but this one we'll just have to do. Sulebon, 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 yeah, boy, oh, yeah. We're having a party tonight, where everything will be alright. Come on, come on, everyone It's time that we should have some fun We've got to live some life Before we're old We've got to live some life Before we're cold Yeah Time is short, so hear me, man. Yeah. Let's live the life the best we can. Don't try to work your soul away. Remember, there's another day. We've got to live some life, yeah. Before we're old We've got to live some life Before we're cold Yeah, yeah Ooh, oh, oh, yeah Yeah, yeah Whoa, 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 yeah Yeah, yeah. Sun 
sur les bancs, sur les bancs, sur les bancs, yeah, boy. Yeah. We're having a party tonight. Yeah. Where everything will be alright. Come on, come on, everyone. It's time that we should have some fun. We've got to live some life before we're old. We've got to live some life. Yeah, like I said, sorry. Couldn't quite get the version you wanted, but that one—that one's okay, isn't it? Sure, sounds okay to me, Pogus. Just have to do, won't it, Pog? Anyway, I'm gonna um, dedicate the next song to Sam in Hornsey and also Felix in LA. Thank you for tuning in, looking in to the Angie D Diva Got Soul show on a Thursday night on Urban Jazz Radio. This .net. should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Some funk for you.
take the ride, there's a party or a dance, it ain't no job, it's live, live, it's all the way live, don't even have to walk, don't even have to drive, just slide, slide, slip it, slide, just forget about the troubles in your nine to five, and just sail on, that's what you do, just sail on, now that you so fucking hate, what do you think, what is it called, it's called a lakeside stand. for the final 10 minutes of the show. Yeah. 
Going back to the 80s old school for you there. Geraldine Hunt, Can't Fake the Feeling. Before that, Lakeside Fantastic Voyage. Funkin' the Diva Got Soul Show up. So, we've got one more. A Fab Five from Pogus Caesar. And then we're out of here. It's fast approaching 9 o'clock. I started late, so I'm going to finish late. So here's the last track. Right, so Pocus, your last track is Grace Jones' Private Life. Um, she was a diva with a capital D back in the 80s, yeah? Grace Jones with D-I-V-A, all of them capital. Um, again, such presence. Model, actress, musician, traveled the world very very strong Jamaican woman and I'd like to think the first person to, the first black woman that I know coming out of Jamaica to make the kind of music that she she made at the time 
Private Life, written by Chrissy uh, Hines. Chrissy Hines from The Pretenders. I think Sly and Robbie, I think, play on that track. Um, produced in Compass Point Studios, Islands Compass Point Studios in Nassau. And that whole LP, when you listen to it, you actually can't keep your feet still because it bounces so much. The bass bounces so much. The treble bounces so much. The keyboards. There's so many different instruments which are working in private life. And then Grace's voice just cuts straight through it like a knife. I wouldn't even say through butter. Like a knife through a piece of dumpling on a Saturday night coming from the blues. You know, the voice just kind of really cuts through it. And it's such a strong song. Um, it's, it's a song which, again, it's a song which uplifts. You know, if you listen to it, you know, you know my private life drama, baby. And you listen to it, and it's repetitive, and it's repetitive, and it's repetitive. So for me, Grace Jones epitomizes so much about that kind of era. The photograph that I took of her, she hadn't performed for quite some time, and then she did a, a tour, uh, came to Birmingham. And Sorry, what, what year is that photo? Is it 2008, 2009? Yeah, so it's only... Just a couple of years. Yeah, a couple of years ago. 2009. 2009. And she came into the audience straddling, straddling a guy's shoulders. And I went down to the front, which I always do, um, because of the camera that I use. It's a, it's a very old camera. My camera's from the, the 1980s. It's a film camera, and the lens is fixed, so I can't do any telephoto. And I went up, and I held the camera straight in front of her. And for that one second, she just caught my eye and looked straight into the lens. And if you look at the photograph, it's as though she's posing for me. Um, whether or not she is, I don't know. But for that split second, that the camera and her eyes locked, and I took the photograph. And it's a great shot. Um, you see, you're going to say that a lot of my photographs, they're not technically brilliant, because I don't take technically brilliant shots. I use film. So I like grain and I like imperfections. So you might come there and because you know, everybody's got digital these days and everybody expects everything to be so perfect, I don't take perfect pictures at all. You know, I take pictures which mean something to me. If the audience happen to like it, that pleases me, but if they don't, they don't. It's really about the image. And a lot of the environments that I found myself into, I, I didn't have an opportunity to take another shot or a third shot and there were times when I'd come down to like you know I'd have 35 shot and I'd have like one shot left no more film so once I took that 36th shot that's it uh, Michael Jackson could have walked past me and I couldn't take a photograph of him because of the kind of camera um, which I use so you know that's my private life <laughs> and uh, you know this is my drama you know come into it um, you know we're here at the O2 British Music experience until the 30th of October. Music kind of sweet, um, and it's images which I hope people appreciated. And I'd like to think that at least one of the individuals who are in the exhibition, uh, you've got them as part of your photo album. Whether it be Stevie Wonder, whether it be Mighty Diamonds, you know, Lyndon David Hall, Pauline Black from Selector, um, Neville Staple from the Specials, you know, Grace Jones, Lee Scratch Perry. 
you know, who's kind of in there as well, Dennis Brown and a whole heap whole heap of people in your images and they are fantastic images as well especially the Grace Jones it's very powerful because she is looking directly at you like she's I would imagine she was posing yeah (laughs) I think so so um yeah it's been pleasure talking to you pleasure talking to you as well thank you very much I just feel pity when you lie 
So that bring, uh, brings us to the end of the Angie D Diva Got Soul show. Thank you for tuning in. But before I go, I want to say get well soon to Arthur and Anne. They are both in the heath. Okay? Get well soon, darlings. So I will see you back here next week, Thursday, 7 o'clock on the dot on urbanjazzradio.net if you're tuned in on the podcast hey hope you enjoyed the show and uh, download me again next time and I must say as well again before I go go out and buy Scribe magazine it's on the shelves of WH Smith's across the UK right now Sip it to watch you. 
UK in association with Freestyle Entertainment present King of Afrobeat Fella Kuti Official Anniversary Party at the Queen's Head Stockwell, London SW9 October 15, 2011 Featuring from Urban Jazz Radio DJ Links, Sam Moti DSL from Colorful Radio DJ Freestyle with special guests from Genesis FM, Afro Groove and Mastercard. Also, KMT and Leslie Love with live performances from Afrobeat All Stars plus Stu Love and Charlie Parker. Many, many more groove in the house. Those open at 9 p.m. admission, £3.B for 10.30. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Group African Music Lovers. King of Afrobeat, Fela Kuti. Official anniversary party at the Queen's Head Stockwell, October 15, 2011. Acoustic Jazz Lounge at Babalu Bar and Restaurant Brixton starting from the 20th of October. Each and every Thursday, why not start your weekend in style with live music supplied by various guest artists such as Helen McDonald, Heidi Vogel, Stu Love and many more. Performing the finest jazz, soul, Latin and funk for your listening pleasure. For those of you who wish to dine, we offer you the finest Chinese and Indian cuisine with meal for two including bottle of wine for just £20. Interlude music will be supplied by stellar lineup of DJs from Urban Jazz Radio including DSL plus special guests. Acoustic Jazz Lounge at Babalu Bar and Restaurant Brixton. Every Thursday doors open at 8pm and admission is absolutely free. For further info, log on to www.babalu.net or call 0207-738-3366. Advertising on Urban Jazz Radio is an easy and cost-effective way to promote your business or service to new customers and markets. With a steady increase of over 3,000 new listeners each month, Urban Jazz Radio are also expanding our listenership base through an assortment of initiatives such as live music, club events and branded merchandise. Alternatively, you can sponsor one of our DJs or presenters which would allow you to receive additional discounted promotional offers. Our advertising team are very flexible and ready to negotiate with you to meet your requirements. We have an assortment of advertising packages which start from as low as £25 a week, whether you are an ongoing business or one-off event. So why not contact our advertising department today? Email info at urbanjazzradio.net. <laughs> 